Barney and Friends. Barney Simon. Jacaranda FM. You're going to do a song for us now. Where were you when you wrote this song? What is the song all about? Um, this song is called In Black and White. And it's, um, it's about a relationship um, where uh, there's, there's so many uh, times where people are in a relationship together and they have this um, imagined image of the other person, this ideal image. And you, ha- you get to a point where you realize that your ideal of that person is not actually the real person. And you have to come to terms with who the person really is beyond your um, fantasy of who they are. And, and you, you get to a point where you have to say, is this real? Uh, are we right for each other? Is this, is this a good thing? You know? So it's really about two people trying to reconnect. Okay, boys, when you're ready, Richard and Jesse, take it away. <clears throat> Two, three, four. Lock it with a photo. Photo. Hands up to the 
Thank you. The only one person here at the gig tonight really enjoying your show. <laughs> the biggest so, crowd we've ever had. Super special. That was absolutely amazing. <laughs> a little bit of Radiohead in there. Mm. Well, the harmonies. I mean, I don't know how how often do you guys practice. I mean, <laughs> Richard <laughs> on Red. So it's, <laughs> yeah. it's on Red. Huh? That's the one, yeah. Where did you meet Jesse Clegg? Oh, um, I met Jesse back in 2013. We did a December tour together. And basically what happened was I was touring with Ono Carstens at the time. And Jess phoned Arno after his guitarist had left the band and basically said, does he know any guitarists in Cape Town? And Arno passed on my number to Jess. And I happened to be sitting in Joburg at the time and just gave me a call. And um, he said, well, look, we're, like if you, can, if you can make it, I'd be very grateful. It'd be very cool. I said, sure thing. I actually happen to be in Joburg at the moment. So let's meet up. Let's have a coffee. And not even a week later, we started rehearsals and did one hell of a, a December tour. <laughs> so is he talented? Uh, average, eh? <laughs> uh, of course. <laughs> so, um, I, I just uh, I looked at the passion when you sing and when you played your gear, the people all of a sudden, people were coming out here from the theaters or whatever. They just stopped. They heard this song and they couldn't believe what they saw. The harmonies and just the way that you guys deliver that song. It came mm. from the heart. A lot of soul in there. That, that That's what rock and roll is all about. Eh? Absolutely, mm. man. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, um, it's, it's great to... Uh, find someone who is doing exactly what 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 you need at the time and uh you know we we had a, a really i mean it's been a whirlwind year last year we did over 100 shows mm. uh december we did like nearly 30 shows around the country all in a row six weeks grueling on the road you know uh so you know it's it's not only about um being able to perform and play the songs it's about being a soldier and being a road dog and actually being mm. able to deal with cuz it's 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 incredibly um, it's an incredible challenge mentally, psychologically, to be moving every single day and and to not have your own time and to be in a little box with, you know, the same four people for six weeks, mm. getting to the gig and you don't know what to expect and the promoter hasn't read the rider and and there's everything's going wrong and you have to deal with it night after night, you know. So it really takes a um a certain kind of stamina. It's like a marriage, huh? Yeah, yeah. Although you fall in this marriage, it's it's, it's easier. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of polygamy for you there. <laughs> What's new in this country? Yeah, yeah. But, but also, yeah, I think um, it's ultimately it's a team, you yeah. know, and and everyone um, has to have the same vision, and um, you know, we we travel with with Vernie, the sound engineer. Vernie's now my sound engineer, so yeah. he's he's still with us. Uh, we have a tech, and um, depending on the show, sometimes we'll do um, a percussionist or a bassist. Uh, or you know, full band or whatever it might be. So it, it there, there's a, there's it stuff changes around. Um, but yeah, the acoustic shows are are very vulnerable. You know, you kind of don't have anything to hide behind. It's just you and your guitar and the harmonies and the songs. You know, and that that's what I really like about it, is that it's actually just the songwriting. And if your string snaps, Oi. it's like the electric <laughs> guitar. You can still hide behind that yeah, and do your thing. But if if the string goes, yeah, we've actually we've started <laughs> traveling with an extra guitar now because we had so many string snaps in December. Jeez. It's a nightmare. What a beautiful song! It's on uh, Jesse Clegg alive and unplugged, and that was at the uh, the venue. I mean, uh, that's yeah, in, in, in Johannesburg. Arch, yeah. So uh, fifteen tracks on you. Um, most of these tracks are they from your first album, second album, as sort of uh, yeah, greatest well, hits kind of thing. Yeah, kind of. I mean, it, there's 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 songs from both albums as well as uh, some uh, one new song that that was released uh, end of la uh, end of the year before last. And then there's two sort of special covers that we do, which is Cinnamon by Nina Simone, and we do Teardrop by Massive Attack. 
and we were very lucky to get their uh, permission to put the albums on the songs, so it was quite nice to get that sort of affirmation. Um, and yeah, it it really was, you know, I, I'd been playing these acoustic shows last year um, off and on, and uh, there was just a great response to it. So I just thought, you know, these these arrangements are, are, are so awesome and they're so compli- complex. And, you know, as we go on, we're going to stop playing them. We're going to start playing new songs. So let's just capture this moment in time of, of how it's sounding and where we are, as a where our headspace is in the live re- arrangements and stuff. So I think it really came out nicely and, and there's been a really good response to it. I mean, we, we, we literally just re- um, released this for the tour. Uh, so we're not selling it in stores or anything. It's just available at our acoustic shows. It's amazing as well when you look at uh, merchandise, uh, Kiss or yeah. Iron Maiden. You look at these bands; they they make more money through selling merchandise and stuff. Merchandise uh, is what is keeping the music industry going right now. I'll tell you that much. Mm. I mean, it is you. You often make more money on merchandise than you do on ticket sales nowadays. You know because um, it's very hard to to get people to buy physical CDs anymore. You know, people can download it for free. Why would they buy it? Um, but if they've just watched a show and they've experienced it, they want to take a memento home and they mm. want to have something that, that reminds them of the show. And the great thing is that this is the show that we play. This is the exact show. So it's a great kind of after-show thing to get and mm. just to remember. But, I mean, the music industry, the business model has been turned on its head now. I mean, the the, the internet and, and piracy and all those things are uh, changing the way that artists have to survive. You know, it's become... It's become the the last haven of music, which is live. You know, the technology can never replace it, and neither mm. can the internet. So the live experience is still something that artists can rely on, and I think it's the only constant throughout all of this chaos. Um, so it really kind of separates the boys from the men. You know, you got to tour proper tour to to make the money you need to make. If you, uh, I mean, some of the music on YouTube as well. You can take that audio, download it immediately, and the yeah. quality is absolutely amazing. In stereo as well. I mean, mm. can you imagine there you are recording a couple of songs and your song's already been downloaded by a no, million. No. You're not getting paid a cent for it, and you've paid so much, you still have to cover your costs for the studio. Yeah. So it's, touring uh, is the way to go. Huh? Well, I think that it's 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 the one constant. You know, the, the the business model's changing, and there's all these kinds of – there's all these possibilities of where it could go. You know, there's the subscription model – and there's the um, basically giving away music model. And, you know, there's, there's all these different options. And when I was in New York last year, I, I went to a lot of music conferences and I heard from, from the horse's mouth, from like the CEO of Spotify and the CEO of iTunes and all these people were at these conferences. And they, they tell you like the only people that are making money off recorded music today are the apps that are selling the advertising. There's no money to be made off music. So it's it's a changing it's a it's a completely different environment now and I think that artists have to become very entrepreneurial they have to um uh really prioritize how they're going to focus their budgets and their finances and really do um amazing live uh, why don't you record your stuff onto cassette and sell that? <laughs> <laughs> well, vinyl's making a big comeback. It's amazing. Eh? Come on, Jesse. Uh, how about a, a vinyl of this? Yeah, you maybe. Have to, you know. I, uh, yeah, I think that you have to be a very specific kind of band to do the vinyl. You have to mm. be quite a, a bit of an indie, you know, sort of student yeah. market. I think that people still want to be able to listen to the CD at the end of the day. <laughs> How many people have vinyl players? In their car. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, you, uh, you discover, I mean, radio doesn't play new music anymore, if you think about it. Mm. So, in a way, I mean, radio in the old days, 
uh, used to break new music the whole time. I I mean, they're still doing it, but uh, they're not playing album tracks and stuff. So you're not yeah. hearing about new artists. So I think uh, especially the younger uh, crowd, they, they've got the internet and they can mm. go and listen to well, brand, discover new music. I think, I think it's a combination of problems. I think that uh, you're right. Young people will listen to the music they want to listen to. You know, they don't, they don't, there's no, no longer this thing of like people, like record companies deciding who's the next big band and then just plugging it and putting it into every radio station that, that exists. Now kids will just listen to whatever music they want on the internet. You know, they're not going to, they, they refuse to be dictated to. Um, the other thing is, um, I think everyone is becoming far less risky, especially record companies, um, to invest in weird new bands that are, are pushing the envelope. You know, everyone wants to just kind of stick to that pop model. Mm. And so, like, similarly, I think radio stations are, because they know that people will listen to whatever they want, they're kind of sticking to the the basics, which is all the pop stuff, you know. So, I don't know. It's it's a, it's a very complex problem, and it's global. So, you just have to ride the wave and read it, try and, try and predict it. So, if I phone Pitbull... <laughs> And uh, get him into the studio with you guys. Uh, will you show any interest? I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you, you never know. Like, Can uh, you imagine? The thing is, so, music today is it's actually very exciting because the whole concept of genres has completely broken down. You know, you yeah. can do rock music and have electronic beats. Uh, you can do uh, jazz with fun. I mean, it's, it's endless. You know, there's, there's the, the rock and roll is no longer just guitar music. You mm. know, rock and roll is just any music that represents the spirit of rock and roll you know i mean i even consider bands like skrillex that that is those guys are rock stars mm. man you know so i think that all the boundaries are being broken down and it's kind of a free for all at the moment barney and friends barney simon